The Gospel today presents us with something of a Jesus sandwich. Firstly, Bartimaeus sees and acts. This then is followed by a conversation with Jesus. And finally again, Bartimaeus sees and acts. You may be wondering about the first part of that Jesus sandwich, how a blind man can see. And so let's rewind a bit. Earlier in Mark's Gospel, we find that the disciples do not understand who Jesus is. And even when they kind of vaguely do understand, they do not understand the real-life implications of that affirmation of faith. They want a Savior who will come in clouds of glory to rescue them, to free them from their Roman oppressors. But instead, Jesus gives them a very different vision. The suffering Messiah, the one who must embrace the cross, in order to bring life to all people, not simply the political liberation of a few. This is how this blind man could see, because he cries out with a messianic affirmation, Jesus, son of David. Bartimaeus might be physically blind, but he sees more clearly than the disciples do because they've struggled with the question of Jesus' identity and what it means. Bartimaeus sees, even through his blindness, that Jesus is the Messiah. And it is now because Bartimaeus sees that he acts. He cries out. He brings the attention of Jesus to himself. So there's that first part of that Jesus sandwich. Bartimaeus a blind man seeing more clearly than those who have physical sight. And this seeing causes him to act, to cry out to God in the form of Jesus. Now we get to the middle part of the sandwich, the Jesus part of the sandwich. Jesus has a conversation with Bartimaeus. He does not assume that he knows what Bartimaeus wants. Instead, Jesus asks him. Now, Bartimaeus has already done the hard work of reflecting on his life situation and what he truly needs in order to change this, this living hell 
that has been his life. Bartimaeus, I think, not only had come to the point of knowing what he wanted, but also what he needed. He asks for something quite rare. Not only is what he wants, what he needs, but it's what he asks for. I know in my own life that these two are seldom in perfect alignment that I actually ask for what I need rather than what I want. And I suspect I'm not alone in that. Note how Jesus ends this conversation. Jesus sends him on his way. There's no catechizing about, oh, go and live a good life. He doesn't challenge or demand from Bartimaeus that he give up everything and come and follow him. He sends him on his way. Maybe Jesus knew that those with spiritual sight did not need that kind of catechizing or instruction. We end as we began, with the blind man seeing and acting. Bartimaeus, the man born physically blind, though he could see, is given physical sight. And his response, again, is one of action. He decides to follow Jesus. Discipleship is a response of gratitude, not one of obligation. I think there are three lessons that we can take from this conversation and interaction between Jesus and Bartimaeus. The first is that maybe it is the marginalized and the outcast that see the truth more clearly than we do. Blind Bartimaeus, a beggar sitting on the roadside waiting for scraps from others to keep alive. His very infirmity, a sign of God's judgment and rejection of him. And yet, it is this Bartimaeus who has been gifted with spiritual sight. He is the one who sees more clearly than anyone else who Jesus really is. In our own lives, in our own church, in our own time, Maybe the voices of the marginalized have something to say to us that we need to be listening to. Maybe there is something that we as church can learn. This is an important point for us to keep in mind as we enter this 
first period of the Synod, where we are invited to listen to the experiences of others. For some people, it may be difficult to hear spiritual wisdom or the voice of God in the experiences of people with disabilities or gays and lesbians or women or migrants and refugees. Open hearts and open minds are the only way for us to be given the gift of true sight. The second learning, which I think this scripture gives us, we need to know the difference in our own minds between what we want and what we need, and then fearlessly take that to Jesus in our prayer. Now, don't be surprised if the Lord challenges us, because Jesus never simply gave people what they wanted without first giving them what they needed. So what then are the deepest desires of your own hearts? And when you bring these desires to the Lord in prayer, what might he be saying to you? The last learning which I'd want to give to you, is that true seeing leads to action. Or maybe put differently in the context of this story. When we become aware of how much God loves us, our response is one of gratitude. And it is a giving of ourselves to God. Discipleship is based on a personal relationship with Christ, rather than blind obedience to an institution.